Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to a very tired and sleepy DBN News for 1-9-2019, the semi-daily news that even plants crave. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First off is from IGN and written by the wonderful Jesse Wade. The Division 2 won't be on Steam, will be on Epic Games Store. Ubisoft and Epic have announced a partnership to release Tom Clancy's PC version of The Division 2 on the newly launched Epic Games Store. According to Games Industry, the game will also be available through Ubisoft, but it will not be released on Steam. Additionally, it has been announced that Ubisoft and Epic will release additional select titles over the next year, and that any pre-orders of The Division 2 from other online stores would not be affected by the recent decision. Due to Epic Games Store taking only 12% of game sales compared to Steam's 30% cut, there have been talks of the platform being a real threat to Steam. Well, no shit, Sherlock. They're giving you more money as a developer. We aim to provide the most publisher-friendly store, Tom Sweeney, founder and CEO of Epic said, providing direct access to customers and an 88% revenue split, enabling game creators to further reinvest in building great games. Vice President of Partnerships at Ubisoft, Chris Early, added, We entrust Epic to deliver a smooth journey for our fans from pre-ordering the game and enjoying our beta to the launch. Epic continues to disrupt the video game industry, and their third-party digital distribution model is the latest example and something Ubisoft wants to support. This is awesome. Uh, I, I mean, I like Steam, but it's competition breeds excellence. So, Second is from GameStop and written by Jeremy Winslow. Sony reveals top downloads for December 2018. Sony has released an official list of its top downloads for December 2018. Leading the pack of PlayStation 4 games is PUBG Corporation's PUBG, yeah, Corporation's Battle Royale title player Unknown's Battlegrounds, which launched on December 7th. Following that is Treyarch's Call of Duty Black Ops 4, which has its own Battle Royale mode, Blackout. In third, it's Rockstar's Grand Theft Auto 5, a game that released during this, the last console generation and is still obstinately i'm gonna mess up the word but it's still making a lot of money for rockstar moving over to playstation vr it's beat games beat saber on top second to the lightsaber rhythm game is alchemy's labs job simulator a game that released nearly three years ago placing in third is sie london studios playstation vr worlds a compilation of games sony released alongside the company's virtual reality headset back in 2016 so to recap, the full top 10 for PS4 and VR are for PS4 games, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Grand Theft Auto 5, Red Dead Redemption 2, Battlefield 5, FIFA 19, Mortal Kombat XL, Marvel Spider-Man, NBA 2K19, and Madden NFL 19. And to recap the PSVR games, in the top spot, Beat Saber, Second Job Simulator, and then we have PlayStation VR Worlds, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, Farpoint, Arizona Sunshine, Borderlands 2 VR, Rick and Morty Virtual Rickality, Super Hot VR, and Creed Rise to Glory. Next up is from IGN and written by Jordan Serrani. Assassin's Creed Odyssey second DLC pack release date announced. The second episode of Assassin's Creed Odyssey Legacy of the first Blade DLC will be released on January 15th, Ubisoft announced today. Titled Shadow Heritage, this latest chapter continues the story from episode one, Hunted, and sees players investigating a blockade initiated by the Order of the Ancients around the port city in Achaia. In order to begin Shadow Heritage, players will have to complete Hunter or will have to complete Hunted, progress beyond the Naxos 
portion of chapter seven in the main story and reach at least level 28. Legacy of the First Blade is available as part of the $40 USD season pass or as a separate $25 USD purchase. The Daughters of Laleia, I'm probably saying that wrong. Oh, well. And A Poet's Legacy, the fourth and fifth episodes of Odyssey's free The Lost the Lost Tales of Greece DLC will also be released this month. In addition to a new level scaling setting, this new option available on all difficulty settings but Nightmare allows players to adjust how drastically the enemies will scale to their level. Legacy of the First Blade began in early December with Hunted and introduced the story of Darius, the first assassin to ever wield the Hidden Blade. And last is from GameSpot and written by Eddie McCooch. <laughs> McCooch! Oh man, you must have had a hard time in school. Anyways, Eddie, you're awesome. Uh, sorry about that. GameStop to sell to another company could be announced by mid-February. Let me try that one more time. GameSpot. GameStop. See, it's from GameSpot, and I keep wanting to say GameSpot because it says GameStop. It, anyways, GameStop to sell to another company could be announced by mid-February. GameStop was once a total juggernaut in the video game space, but thanks to the rise in digital game sales and other factors, it's been relatively tough sledding for the company as of late. Last June, the company announced that it was exploring the option to sell itself to another company, and now it appears a deal might be coming soon. The Wall Street Journal reports that at least two companies are biding for GameStop, and a deal to buy the retailer could become public by the middle of February. Citing a person familiar with GameStop, WS WSJ reported that private equity companies, Sycamore Partners, and Apollo Global Management are interested in buying GameStop. Both companies declined to comment when approached by Wall Street Journal, and GameStop itself refused to elaborate on acquisition discussions. Sycamore, which raised a further $4.75 billion USD in capital last July, specializes in consumer and retail investment, so going after GameStop makes sense. Apollo, meanwhile, is a firm that prides itself of making investments in companies that have fallen out of favor. And this would also be, or this would also cover GameStop in theory. So Apollo is the THQ Nordic of the or of the business world. Apollo <laughs> Equity co-president and lead partner Scott Kleinman says Apollo is looking for investment opportunities that others are unable or willing to figure out. An example of a company Apollo might go after would include one that has missed earnings for a few quarters or a company that the market has given up on or a company that operates in sector that has fallen out of favor. In periods of transition, some investors pull back, but Kleinman says Apollo is an investor with conviction. Well, yeah, they understand that they're going to get a monster deal if other investors keep seeing that this company is losing money. Uh, Apollo then comes in and goes, well, we'll buy it for you. It's like those JG went with commercials. It's my money and I need it now type stuff. Anyways, longtime GameStop CEO Paul Raines died in March 2018 at the age of 53. He was replaced by Michael Mahler, who himself left after just three months for personal reasons. Chen Kim, the former boss of Xbox during the Xbox 360 days, is GameStop's current CEO. Those were all really mouthfuls. Now, that is it for the news today. Thanks for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. Find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds. Check out our Twitter bio. Um, our Discord link is in that Twitter bio, and we'd love you to become part of this growing Discord community. And last but not least, find us on Instagram at dadsbeardsnerds podcast. Until next time, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content for you.